Thank you for listening to the Tuesday 8 o'clock buzz here on WORT. I'm your host, Demita Brown. If you enjoy this program and other programs on WORT, go to WORT.org and donate. Australian-born Katrin Talbot is a violist, photographer, and poet whose collection Wrong Number is forthcoming from Finishing Line Press. And she has six other chapbooks, including The Blind Lifeguard and Freeze-Dried Love from Finishing Line Press, attached Poetry of Suffolk, The Little Red Poem, and Nouned Verb, all from Dancing Girl Press. And also St. Cecilia's Days, published by Parallel Press. Her poetry has appeared in many journals and many anthologies, and she was voted Madison Magazine's Best of Spoken Word Artist slash Poet a few years ago. She also has two Pushcart Prize nominations and quite a few chickens. I want to hear about the chickens. Welcome, Katrine. Thank you, Demita. Thank you for the invitation. I love talking to you outside of this. Hello. Am I saying your name right? Katrin. Is it Katrin? Katrin. You said it right Thank the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. What should we know about your chickens? Now I know you're you've been writing all this poetry and you're very prolific and it's awesome work, but I want to know about the chickens. I know they are my wonderful girls. They produce many eggs and many egg-laying arias all day in my backyard. And they're just wonderful. I actually just wrote a, an entire collection called Broody Politic about chickens, but I'm pretty sure no one, <laughs> no one is going to publish that one. <laughs> Katrin, thank you so much for the work that goes into um, being a poet. And um, I think a lot of times um, we don't really take our poets as seriously as we as we could or should. What drew you to this calling, if I may call it that? What drew you yeah. to, to writing poetry? I, I have a very small view of life and a very large one. And the things I do, I, I do a lot of photography, and those capture moments. And I love moments. And early... On. Actually, at six years old, I took my mother's typewriter out under the almond tree in Australia and typed a poem because it was a thought I had and I just had to get it down. Um, it was horrible, but it, you know, it was a start. <laughs> um, so moments, I think, and Fantastic. The, distillation, the distillation of moments. So. Mm-hmm. And you are affiliated here locally with the Arts and Literature Lab, which is doing phenomenal work in supporting and promoting and um, just making visible um, the arts in so many ways. Um, how did you get involved with the Art Lit Lab? Oh, really good. I good question. Uh, I think through Rita May uh, Reese. Uh, I was drawn to the programs there and eventually I ended up, I played viola for their one year um, celebration and there I've taken a lot of workshops there. So I just love the combination of art and poetry and a lot of music now with the new space. Uh, So it just seemed like a really important lifeline for local writers. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is. Um, 
I want listeners to hear uh, some of your work. Um, is there a piece that you would like to share? If not, I have a request. <laughs> but um, was there yeah, one that you request? would like to, to share first? I will. Um, I will read. Oh, this is this is not actually full of uh, full of joy, but it it's just um, this sort of epitomizes my brain on poetry and that is I all have a lot of things to read um, and get inspired by and sometimes astronomy books are lying around and this was um, one of them it was a response to reading about a supernova remnant N132D maybe that's where my heart is on those dark days drawn to the expanding remnant of a star explosion. So close to our sorrows, aren't they? A quick dance with hydrogen and oxygen, a tango with what remains when something shatters, a reminder and a rejuvenation, then back to the heart's task of pulsing, sustaining, before the next unexpected rive. Yes. I don't even know why that transports me, but I think there's something about the the rhythm and the the play and the engagement that just makes me stop and slow down and open. That's all I oh, can good. say. Good, good, good. Yeah. Thank you. Um, you know, what do you think poets offer um, in times of chaos? I mean, right now, we're going through a lot as a planet. I mean, the whole planet. Yeah, um, exactly. And it kind of, it's just like an elemental question about the relationship between art and and the world. Talk about that. Well, um, I, at the beginning of the pandemic, for example, <laughs> I couldn't stop writing about it. Uh, and... I would just post them because some of them were full of comfort and some of them were actually full of humor. Like my sister in Spain stealing a neighbor's dog to get out and walk because you were allowed to, it was called the lockdown dog. Um, you were allowed to walk or uh, other things that we were all experiencing. But uh, the one that uh, knocked people out and I had actually two composers wanting to set it to music and I thought okay this is bringing comfort um was gather uh yes read that please I love okay. that one. Oh, thank you gather I dreamt we could all stand together nothing grand like a rally fireworks a graduation just watching something a concert, a lecture, a sunset. And then I woke to the calling of the crows. Today, I will wave to you from my tree, and maybe we can sing. Such mm. a positive opening that, and an invitation, you know, throughout, there's an open invitation to possibility. 
just open yeah. possibility. Yeah. Just beautiful. I would ask you to read it again. I don't know if that's appropriate, though. No. <laughs> um, thank you. What what yeah. what's in there? What puts you and those words in the same place at the same time? What brought gather? If, if there's anything you can say about the origins of it. Yes. Uh, you know, since I was in my own little bubble here, as we all were, I, I have these beautiful white pines in my neighbor's backyard, and the crows always hang out there, and they call back and forth, and I thought, ah, oh, they don't even know about the pandemic, except they're probably celebrating the fact that they have more space <laughs> now that the people are all inside. And so I, I thought about how we could gather and the way we used to gather, like the crows. And and they sing to each other, so that's how. Yeah, and you know, and it's incidental. You know, it's 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 natural, and it's and it's also incidental. It's not like you were saying in the poem. It might not be something huge like a rally or something, but yeah, you know, yeah. it it could happen. You know, <laughs> exactly. I don't know. I'm not an expert on your work or anything, but I've read several of your poems and they, all of them have nature in them. And um, even listening to the story you were telling about um, going out under the almond tree with the, your mom's typewriter, um, talk about the inspiration you get from nature or, and how that informs your work. Oh my goodness. I had never really thought of it that way, Demita. Isn't that funny to have it pointed out? Um, Oh, well, I grew up outside. I guess. In Australia. Yeah, in Australia, on the beaches and, you know, under the almond tree and climbing up and eating loquats. And, I mean, I just had this dreamy childhood. And I moved around a lot. I've lived in four countries. And um, through my father's work, he was a geologist. And uh, just I kept viewing the moments. Of and, and comparing. That's the thing about moving a lot is you compare. And that's where you see those, the distillations. Yeah. Are you still there? Yep. <laughs> okay, yeah. And I think even if you don't have like this luxurious expanse of nature surrounding you it's also still important to get outside and look up at the sky you know and go out and walk and be in nature as much as we can too as i think sometimes there's something about all of the technologically driven things that we're engaged in that has separated us even more so from the the natural world and the elemental world and we need that i think we forget that we need that connection but before i get to um you know, whatever I get. Um, I, I want to go back to your poetry. Um, there's one here that, um, Swimming with Swans, that is beautiful. And I'm wondering if I read it, you'll talk about the origins and what, what's in there. I will. Okay. Go for it. Swimming with, <laughs> thanks. Swimming with Swans. Not always a question of grace, endurance, more often a song of a float and preen. And you, 
become a creature of palmate, pass by as a piece of lake, shimmering. Okay, Demita, I'm going to hire you to read all my poems. <laughs> wow, so beautiful, though. And you have an affinity to the alliteration with S's, I've noticed as well. Like the title itself, oh. Swimming with Swans. But um, where where did this talk about this poem? It's so gorgeous. Should, I, should we read it again? Sure, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, well... Okay, swimming with swans. Not always a question of grace. Endurance, more often a song of float and preen. And you become a creature of palmate, pass by as a piece of lake, shimmering. I had to Google palmate. Yeah, oh, everyone does. It's fine. I have a science background. I just, you know, if there's a word, I'll find it. You know, this poem is all about um, light and movement, and you never say that, you know, because when I looked up Palmen, it's about this this kind of iridescence or radiating out of light from one point of um, not light, but of the the palm, the leaves from one point in the in the palm. Right. Yes. Yeah. And so help me with this. What are you doing here? This is it's it's transformative. Well, it actually came from a real life experience uh, through the pandemic. <laughs> well, I'm a swimmer. And so without a pool, I was going insane. And I just froze my little butt off in the Verona quarry and et cetera, et cetera. And then two friends told me separately about uh open water year round Columbia Lake um, uh, place to swim by a power plant. <laughs> and so I went with a group of friends and we would go swimming two to three times a week all winter long because uh, wow. sometimes it was in the eighties and we just wear wetsuits and we, it was exhilarating. It was beyond exhilarating. And you what know, country we was a couple this? of miles. Oh, Wisconsin. This no, no, no. Swimming in pandemic. winter? Yep, yep, yep. It's open water from this cooling lake of, of a power plant. And I, you know, I checked with the DNR and on water quality. And the only thing that came up was, are there piranhas in Columbia Lake? I'm like, oh, my God, of course there are. But anyway, so we swam in open water all winter long. Because it, it was so warm, it would be foggy and gorgeous and, and so many birds up there and eagles. And, and one day, a whole bunch of swans were there. I mean, it was just wow. magic. And um, I just had to write about it because it, it was so beautiful. So that's where it came from. And also the shimmer of the lake um, in the winter light, that angled winter light. What, I'm just getting a high thinking about it. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's it was an extraordinary experience, and I had to write about it. So right. that's where that came from. Thank you so much. And now we're, we'll see you at the watering hole in the morning. Um, thank you for know, letting us yeah. know about. <laughs> 6 a.m., man. <laughs> <laughs> so 
You know, I met you uh, through Write More November, which um, yeah, we, yeah, and talk, so tell people about that and, um, and, and uh, how they can be involved with uh, the writing labs that, that are happening. Well, that one is through the Dripless Writing Center, and if you mm-hmm. check their website and want to join them for write-ins, you can. Um, I don't have the link. Um, and also, Art Lit Lab also has offered the write-in, which I used to do in person occasionally. Um, it was always the night of a rehearsal. So I rarely mm-hmm. got to do it, but it was pretty wonderful to just, I just entered these virtual write-ins, uh, remembering the joy, the quiet joy of just sitting in a room with other writers. No one talked. You just brought your stuff, sipped your tea, wrote. And I loved that. And, and this has been a wonderful uh, alternative. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, for 30 days uh, throughout November, um, dozens of writers, and actually this is a national thing, I'm pretty sure, um, mm-hmm. write every day together. And you think of writing as being such a lonely endeavor, um, but like you, like you just said, um, there's this collective sense of being together, doing your thing separately, but being together while you do it. I want to give the Driftless Writing Center's website, which is www.com driftlesswritingcenter.org and I'm just going to go to that site and double check www.driftlesswritingcenter.org and also the Art Literature Lab um, they co-sponsored this event together and um, for the entire month of November um, people could, they had a clean well lit place to write and and do what they do, artlitlab.org. So they collaborated, and one one day of the week, Art Lit Lab led the writing session, and then the other days of the week, the Driftless Writing Center led them. And it was such a pleasure um, to be in the company of of people who took the 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 form and the art uh, seriously. So, should we? Um, close with another poem uh i think we have one minute that we could just read a poem um and if it's a short one how do you feel about that yes yes please do do it thank you uh this is called this is once again staring out the window in the Mm -hmm. winter release it is now february in a northern state and the garlic chive ghost just outside the windowsill holds its seeds, even after blizzards, rains, winds of such unsettling, like an orphanage now for hard little griefs, nestled in their paper cradles, shiny in their resilience, waiting for the reluctant release, not yet ready to settle into an unfurled heart, drop the pretense of eternity, and get to the work of breaking open. That is local poet, Katrin Talbot. Thank you for being with us this morning. Thank you, Damita. Remember, I'm going to hire you. Okay.